Hi beautiful people, welcome to Conscious Revolution podcast. I'm your host Shivani and this is the place where we talk about spirituality, personal growth and mindset. If you have been sitting with a conscious message in your heart and have not had the courage or even the clarity to share it fearlessly to the people who are actually waiting for your message, this is the episode for you. You could be an artist, a writer, a light worker, a conscious business owner. This is a podcast episode meant to support your message crafting and delivery with clarity and conviction. Today, we are diving deep with storytelling coach Barbara Estrada who helps brand and people find stronger ways to tell the story through one-on-one and educates people on social media through workshop. Born and raised in Miami, Florida, Barbara has always had a deep connection to her Cuban heritage. Although she was born in the US, she always lived her life thinking she was one culture and as her story has evolved, she recognizes her in the hyphen experience. Barbara graduated with a degree in broadcast and digital journalism from the University of Southern California, where she has worked for both corporate America and as a freelance journalist. The year 2020 has been her year of entrepreneurship as well as the further awakening of her spiritual journey as the soulpreneur she embodies both on and offline. Barbara contributes to Wise, We Are Me Too, Hyperallergic, Latino Rebels and the New York Times within others. Hi Barbara, welcome to Conscious Revolution Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here and this is definitely one of the most exciting topics and much needed topic right now. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, Shivani. Like I'm so excited to be able to just get into the spiritual conversation that we're about to have. Yeah. So you are a journalist. You've spent last few years being in the mainstream media, right? So it's mm-hmm. very exciting to have someone from that kind of background on a spiritual podcast and talk about spirituality. So yeah, because that's really something new and that's something which we don't really get to see very often. So yeah, let's begin by how did you come out of your own spiritual closet? How did you start sharing about your spirituality? being in the matrix (laughs) wow um great question i i i love that you call it the spiritual closet um because in that 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 conceptualized uh term term you know just to me it just sounds like okay this like awakening process right and so um i think when i came out of this the spiritual closet it was in waves it wasn't all at once um and to understand it i have to go a little bit back to explain um how it all began um i would say it was definitely during my college years um i actually realized it was a point in my life where i just was like craving for something more it's something deeper um i didn't know what that was um and then it wasn't until i started meeting people from different backgrounds and cultures which is why again i'm so excited to be able to even connect with you being all the way out, um from india Um, because I I realized that, you know, even though we do have different cultures and languages and foods and uh, customs, um, we all have uh, a lot of similarities, you know, we're more alike than we are different. Um, And that was, I think, the kind of like the the start of everything spiritual. 
I met people from other parts of the world at my university and um, my campus is extremely diverse. And from there, the next semester I studied abroad and that was, I think, the, the, the start, like the true, true start of like, okay, I want something more out of my life than just like focusing my energy on crafting this career and like achieving quote unquote, the American dream. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us who are in their twenties, I think we all are kind of breaking through the same structures and kind of like finding a ground into this new space, the new spiritual space which we have created and founded. And I think it's very exciting to meet, as you said, people from all over the world and connect. And in spite of all the differences and diversity, still connect and still relate. Sometimes even more than we could with someone next to us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, why do you think we as spiritual people or we as people who, I think we all are spiritual, honestly, uh, at the core, it's just like some of us are more uh, friendly with that aspect of ourselves. Some of us are still evolving and exploring that part. And some of us have still not dived or even like dip our toes into that space within ourselves. So is this the reason why you think that this is something, a message which needs to be uh, not just remain into the spiritual container, but actually go out to the masses, even to people uh, who don't quite get it? Mm. I love love that you're posing this question because it is part of my business today. Even though, yes, I do help resilient soulpreneurs and to put it into words like that. Um, I don't just like to just box myself to just working in like with this type of industry, right? Like, I mean, I think we all have the potential to be awakened because like that wouldn't be fair to say, well, <laughs> I'm awakening or not, you know? And that just kind of, kind of sounds a bit presumptuous. Own, own, own soul journey. Yeah. And so it sounds a bit presumptuous and I don't like to just put myself on a different uh, pedestal. Um, and for me, it's mostly like a connection, a vibe and energy that if I feel like we can work in some way where I could just see it so clearly because some people don't always see it so clearly for themselves. And that happens quite often, even with our own selves, like myself. Um, I, I'm open, you know, I'm open to, I'm open to serving. Um, and, and, you know, and I, I think a way to push a message even to people that aren't spiritually awakened, it's to me pretty easy. So what makes a story um, relatable? Um, you just kind of have to look at the ones that have done it before you. Not copy, but get, get inspiration, right? So if, like I use this example quite often where, you know, you have a business, a billion dollar business um, like Disney, right? That makes you fall in love with fictional characters. And I think everybody, anyone who's listening would know a company like Disney, right? Um, they've touched the hearts of millions of families, children, people um and they make you fall in love with fictional characters um and it's because these fictional characters are going through very human-like issues whether that be a mental health whether that be at the loss of a parent whether that be it um finding out your truth you know speaking about pinocchio for example and speaking your truth um and so when you speak to an audience in very relatable terms even if it is coming from a space of spirituality, 
people will still be open to listening to you. And I think having and allowing that space of acceptance and openness is the first step to curiosity, which will then lead to knowledge and investigation and intention and all that. So yeah, uh, I, I, I absolutely love that perspective on that because yes, as you said, it's, it's not about dividing because that just dilutes the whole message of spirituality, which is like, oh, I'm spiritual and you're not. And I do see a lot of people sometimes in even in the, so for, my, for example, my message, it's like, I like to see myself as someone who's opening gates for people who have not been very spiritual or who've not had the most spiritual paths. And now they're getting to kind of like, you know, walk through the door or probably have a peek inside and probably get some spark and set some inspiration and probably, uh, you know, be that spark of awakening for them. Uh, but I know a lot of people do tend to kind of limit themselves in the sense of only using their business or their work for people who already get the message because uh, they, they feel that those who are aligned with the message will come through. And of course, that's so true. But at the same time, uh, it does limit people, right, from getting access to that. So uh, what are some of the faulty ways that you have observed of the way people tell the story around spirituality, which is why I believe you're so passionate about talking about this, right? Yeah. Um, so what are some of the ways? Um, so would you say like some of the ways of like how, where people go wrong or what are some of the ways that how people should approach it? Yeah, so like how people, like whatever in your observation you have seen, how people uh, are not truly in line with sharing their message, sharing their story, which is why sometimes the message doesn't reach the right people or the people who need their message. And sometimes we end up playing small. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's a great question to ask. So I can tell you one of the most common themes um, that people I've noticed uh, tend to fall into this pattern of uh, lack thereof vulnerability and authenticity. Um, I, I get it. Like, you know, there are things even myself that I haven't shared with everybody. Um, but I feel like I, I work on myself so much almost every day. Um, that I'm able to heal these wounds because once I'm done healing, I don't care to share. It's just, it's like a gro um, the growing pains of having to like forgive, release, let go and accept the new. Sometimes for certain things that takes a day. So the most common thing that I've noticed from people um, when it comes to speaking their spiritual message on, on a public platform let's say like social media like instagram or facebook or twitter whatever you may use is this lack thereof vulnerability and authenticity and not that i'm saying that like oh there's so many people out there that are pushing this message of spirituality and they're fake you know um definitely that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is um there are things that even myself i'm not like a thousand percent transparent with because i am still in the growing pains of that um, and then once I'm done um, healing, I don't mind sharing. Um, and now I can't really speak for people who are in that position, right, where they are um, done healing, but then they don't share reasons why I'm not those people. 
But I will say though, the more that you take a positive spin on things of of your narrative of your story is like when you will start connecting more with the people that you want to be surrounded by because it's a reflection of your inside, right? Um, and big believer in that, right? So um, I think definitely just healing from within to be able to then have the ability to just show up on social media in the truest form possible. Yeah, so let me just take this to the next level. And as I said, that uh, the right storyline can do a lot. So um, what can it really do? What do you think if we really get a story, our message right with our words or with our, even our energy, uh, what can the right storyline actually do? Oh, the right story can actually cause a positive wave of change. Well, I mean, again, also depends, right? What it is that you want to change, but it causes change nonetheless. It's a, it's a tidal wave. It's a domino effect. Um, that's what I believe the right story can do because it evokes something. You always want to evoke something, whether that's a feeling that can lead into an action or whether that's just a thought, you know, um, a new thought that somebody may I have always thought that they had, but they never realized it's a moment of realization or, you know, just simply people that, um, again, speaking to those people that aren't, um, spiritually awakened yet. I think also like, you know, especially now that we're in this age of Aquarius, um, this is like, you know, one of those periods in astrology for anyone who's into that, um, where we're kind of in the space of, exploration understanding um our own destiny through this like rightful heritage um of humanity um being this revelation of truth and also the expansion of consciousness um and so yeah i don't know if that like answers your question but i feel like definitely it's 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 one of those one of those moments yeah yeah, so uh, yeah, pretty much that. But what I really meant was actually like if we could dive a little deeper into what if I say, for example, a soul planner, if or maybe I am not able to kind of, you know, uh, bring my message out to as many people as I can probably because I'm just seeing things from my own vantage point and i'm not mm. obviously in their shoes so i don't exactly so maybe sometimes you know as you said a lot of times people might understand these words consciousness expansion uh evolution soul evolution the age of aquarius all of these words we we kind of get it right a lot of time uh and of course there are so many other terminologies being used uh mm. a lot of times people who are just like you know getting introduced to it might not right so uh what do you think if, if you really like turn around the story and as you said relatable factor is so important how can we relate to them yeah uh, you really think like it just helps our business it just helps our friendships what are all the areas how can we really experience a shift if we really shift our storyline okay so let me then use an example um, lately I've been really into human design, um, and understanding like the human body graphs. So if anybody doesn't know what that is, and that's a little mumbo jumbo to you, let me try to like make it into a very relatable way to make it seem like, oh, okay, I understand. So, um, last week I made a post on my personal Instagram account talking about how I am a generator and what the heck does that mean? So 
I, when I, whenever I start introducing these spiritual terms into my own um, platform, I always try to relate it into something that makes, um, makes sense to the everyday person. Um, so in this post, I even say, I've had a tough conversation with myself and thanks to my dear friend, I now know what I need to be, what I need to do to be present and let go. So these are things that I think are very simple to, uh, to, to talk about with people because I'm already grabbing your attentions and your consciousness. Being present, what? I am present. But the reality is a lot of us are always thinking so far ahead, right? Like, oh, I'm waking up. I have to go to work. I have to do this. Sometimes you just have to like slow down, be present, let go, and be grateful. And then I, you know, again, like going back into this topic, I even write about saying things like, you know, I've learned when you let go, you attract things that need to be in focus in the present moment. And how focusing on the present looks like for me is boom, boom, boom. And then I start listing these things. So I'll say things like listening to myself and asking myself the tough questions like, what am I missing? Or remembering to build a community and allowing a uh, space for phases of transition. Again, these are all very like relatable things that make sense in the way that I see it. Um, so that my audience understands, because even like, I know not everybody that follows me is like spiritual, you know, I do have friends um, that formulate part of my community on Instagram, for example. And when I made this post, the feedback was really nice. I mean, like I was kind of surprised to see some people tell me like, oh, I find this to be extremely interesting. I would absolutely love it if you could explain a little bit more and like, you know, what this means for me. And, and that was nice feedback um, because there was an interest there and there, there was something that was sparked inside my readers, my, my community. Um, so yeah, I think that that's definitely how you can like, find it, find it in, in, in these, in, in, in this, in this question that you're asking me. I hope that that makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. And uh, it's actually true because uh, I think on Instagram, especially like even I have, I have two accounts. I have one for my brand and one I have one for my personal account. I mean, it's not personal, but it's still very much about me as uh, mm -hmm. someone who has made the transition from uh, the world of nine to five to having her own spiritual business. But then I still have people from all uh, phases of my life. Uh, and so I see how my narrative kind of shifts when I'm on the two, uh, on, um, when I'm on two different accounts. And yes, like as you said, it's so important to actually allow because that's the whole point. It's no, uh, there is no point of being spiritual and high and, uh, and really making these high statements if it doesn't really click, if it doesn't really share a reach mm -hmm. to the right person who really needs it. Because let's be really honest, why are we doing what we're doing? Why are we sharing what we're sharing? It's because we really want to have this message out there and we are just channels for it, right? Yeah, so, yeah, we're so absolutely channels. Yeah. So where do you think uh, we can start probably making the shift or where we can start being more um, easy and relatable uh, and more inclusive, I feel, because I feel sometimes unknowingly the spiritual community um, creates this separation, right? So how can we get like more inclusive and how can we actually uh, allow this conversation to be for all? Because that's the point. We are creating these conversations for everyone else. Mm. 
Great question, Shivani. Um, how can we make it more inclusive? Um, I think it's a it's a piggyback of what I said earlier, right? Um, trying to make it as relatable as possible without um, sounding I don't know you could say woohoo as the as the as the term that some people use or um, for those who are awakened versus the non-awakened. Because um, I did see you know yeah, you know I'm sure people would like having here having even this kind of conversation people would think that we're ignorant or I hate having to use this word but like crazy um for even trying to push this message um for me you know and this is a little bit a little bit of a side tangent um and I think a lot of people can relate to this especially like the millennial younger generation um I grew up in a uh I grew up Catholic and it wasn't a religion that I chose it was a religion that was like of my family's and again you know that tends to be the 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 tradition right where you kind of get baptized into the church of your family um and i was never really into religion um i kind of got bored of it i was very grateful enough to have parents that let me choose at a young age to not continue on um going to church it was a choice and i said i didn't want to um and so religion for me had always been this kind of like yeah it's there and yeah i kind of pray to god but i don't have this like feeling of like i have a relationship with god it just didn't feel like that um so very much like um not atheist but like agnostic so i was always very curious mm -hmm. i knew there was a higher power um always felt that because like even when i was a kid i would like <laughs> remember make wishes on stars um all the time like i mean obviously as i got older i stopped but like at a really young age i would always wish and it was kind of funny because I could say it now, but I had always wished for like a dog. I want to have a dog. I want to have a dog. And it was funny because then I would have, I literally growing up had like so many dogs. <laughs> so I don't know if this was like, I don't know if this was like an abundance of the universe gave me all these dogs. But um, when I was very little, I would always wish on stars. Um, so I think that's kind of like where the, the birthplace of my spirituality came to be. I just didn't know how to conceptualize it until I got older. Um, and so, and so, yeah, I think, you know, definitely like that's the story that a lot of people could relate to about like their introduction to the spiritual world, the religious world. And for me, religion was not it, but I started growing more into my faith as an AKA my spirituality. And that to me is kind of like my religion, you know, um, yeah. everybody has their own definition of God. Um, for me, that's the universe. Um, and it feels, it feels like I, you know, I do have a relationship with the universe because it's like kind of like I am building a relationship with the universe every single day. Kind of like when, like with like people that are, you know, in the, the denominations of Christianity or Catholicism, et cetera, they have this relationship with God. And I guess that's, I think something that you could even just like when, when I'm speaking to your audience, like to, to really look at it like that, like who is your God? How do you build a relationship? And kind of like your practices. And so that's why it's a kind of a shame to have, you know, people just immediately just say, oh, you're crazy because you believe in like this mumbo jumbo stuff like horoscopes and like numerology and the universe and it's like no it's this is what feels good for me um i can't explain it just like you can't really explain why you feel so attracted um and aligned with this religion and yeah but you know i i, I just think it's funny <laughs> yeah like i can relate to that so much being from india i think a religion is so deeply ingrained in our everyday life mm -hmm. uh we don't even re realize like i did not realize for a very long time like uh, about the whole i didn't even like think about my relationship with god or universe it was just like you do things because it's just done 
unless you like until you really you know become conscious of it and recognize okay why am i doing this so do you mean to say is this one of the a good starting point for us to kind of uh initiate that conversation uh have people dive deeper through their experiences which are pretty much like us yeah i mean that's the start right because like i had to dig deep into my own life experiences as well that was the only way that i was even able to just i don't know like look within um because i had i had gone through so much yeah i have been through so much i mean yes i am young yes i am a millennial but that shouldn't take away from my life experiences there's some people that we meet that are so young and they're wise beyond their years and then you meet people that are older and you're like wow you act like a child um so age is definitely not always definitive of people's um men mentality um you know i always felt like growing up for me i was never i never fit in because i thought differently i saw things differently i even to this day i formulate my relationships with people differently i don't like to have surface level friendships um because I value time and I value relationships, romantic or non-romantic. And so um, don't know if this is going off the topic, but um, I definitely going back to my original point of like just looking within um, this, this concept of doing the inner work, it just, you know, spills all over the pages of our lives. Like, you know, our story, right? It spills all over these chapters of our lives. Um, that is the formative years of, from our formative years of living to our just post years of just growing up, being an adult, figuring life out because you're, you never stop learning. You never stop growing. Um, just because I have, you know, a, a degree doesn't mean that I'm still not learning. Um, especially now as like this entrepreneur that I am, it took me a little while to really say, I am this, I am a storytelling coach, you know, um, because it was all, it was weird. Um, to transition from being a full-time journalist, which is the title that I was okay with saying because I had the degree, to now transitioning into this new phase into my, my, my professional life, which I'm okay with. I'm actually really happy to say that because it allows me to even start a conversation. Oh, what's a storytelling coach? Well, let me tell you about it. Um, and so, so yeah, I think that's, that's something that I would say to anyone who's listening, you know, just always ask yourself tough questions and if you ever feel at any point out of alignment with your life then that's the moment that you have to look within and do the inner work yeah so uh, as you said that you have now transitioned into being the storyteller coach how do you think uh, like where do you start with with whoever you're working with where do you start with uh, about shifting the narrative or shifting their message to reach a wider audience mm. where do you start um, good question. I think so many good questions, <laughs> Shivani. Um, I would say it's who you're surround, who you surround yourself with both in person and, um, online. And let's focus a little bit on the online spaces, right? Cause a bunch of people like to immediately just like say, oh, social media is toxic. It's really not. Um, cause if not you and I would never have met. And I love the relationship that, that we've been able to build together because of social media. Um, I don't think we would have ever discovered each other had it not been for that. Um, but that's also because I'm very conscientious. And even then, every so often, I do spring cleaning. I spring clean my followers and who I'm following um, because I want to be very mindful of who I'm surrounding myself with. And in this is, and this bleeds into the content that I'm consuming. 
So if you, if you hang around these communities, these digital spaces, that's when you start pushing, that's when your message starts to get recognized and pushed out and vice versa. And you start picking up other people's messages and you learn. Yeah, makes sense. So how do we like actually get to share our messages, uh, so yeah, spiritual message, without and like you, you like dumbing it down, but not dumbing it so down that it loses a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. How can I define my message without having it lose its essence? Right. And uh, yeah, and I love that. So to not lose your essence is truly it all comes down to not losing your authentic self. Like, just really don't ever lose sight of that. So don't, you know, pose, like, all these, this, like, life that's obviously not yours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some people, like, just posting it for the gram. Like, don't do not do that, you know? And if you don't want to show up because of whatever's going on in your personal life, that's also okay. I take the weekends off to myself, and I don't um, post on social media. Um, you don't always have to show up. And, I'm, and I think that maybe the, maybe the most unpopular opinion uh, that anyone probably can hear when it comes to social media. Um, it's important to show up, but it's even more important to show up the right way. Um, and then that's how your message does not lose its essence. Because if I was talking negatively about myself, I'm losing my essence. I'm losing the, the essence to my message. Because if there's anything, like I'm sure you know, Shivani, that's super important when it comes to pushing a spiritual message is to always being grateful. It's to always reminding the abundance that you are deserving of. Um, and this is an everyday practice, a mental mantra that you have to exercise because these are um, triggers that we've adopted since age zero. <laughs> um, that again, nobody grows up in a perfect household. Nobody has that perfect childhood. And this is part of that process of evolution of becoming spiritually awakened. And so that's what I would say about, you know, not losing your essence um, in the messages that you're pushing online. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Taking social media or detox phases really, really does help you to kind of connect to yourself, go within and uh, understand your message deeply. So I think what you mean to say is that, uh, we need to somewhere kind of connect to our message first deeply and then share it with the world, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. And also like, even if like, yes, don't, I mean, obviously don't take forever to, um, to share your story, but like, it's also really cool to see like your favorite, um, let's say, um, person online, cause I don't want to use the word influencer, but like your favorite person online um, to see them grow. You know, I have people that I've been following for five years that I've seen their journey and it's been great to see them grow. So even though maybe right now that your message isn't the most clearest to you, but there is like that essence of like, I want to do this for these people. Um, I say like, share it, you know, cause you have a voice. And I think that's also something that's super prevalent when I talk to potential clients is like, Oh, but there's so many people out there. Like, I just don't know how to stand out. And I think that's, such a funny question um, or concern that I hear from people because at the end of the day, like you do have something to say, you know, Um, you do have a story to to tell, especially just even like approaching somebody like you and I, that already there in and of itself is already an awakening because you've accepted this assistance. Like you've accepted um, stepping into your power, um, stepping into your message and 
and I, and I say, I, and I invite anyone to take on this challenge, you know, like do it today when you're listening to this podcast, do it right now and write something. It doesn't have to be the most eloquent, elaborate thing, but just like showing the side of your journey um, to your audience is already going to show people like, whoa, there's a shift. I see it. And I want to be here for it. And I want to experience it with this person. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people, they, they kind of hold themselves back. Uh, of course, because we both are here voicing our, voicing our uh, opinions and our beliefs uh, about the message that we are so passionate about not a lot of people do that because i think there's this fear of judgment there's this fear of criticism so how do we handle that because we know that if you if you're going to come out there would be people who vibe with you there would be people who would not and if you especially i think you know spiritual spiritual truths are something like that which do tend to trigger people like it or not so how do we really deal with that shame and uh, triggers which come with standing in our truth, speaking our truth, sharing our truths or a story. Yeah. Um, I say consciousness, right? Like being so aware of your bad habits and this doesn't happen overnight. Like I actually, you know, <clears throat> invested and have invested in coaches for mindset for my business. Um, and I know that's a really scary thing because you're like, Oh my God, that's such a high price. But like also reframing that narrative, right? Like what is your money mindset? Um, is it negative? If it is where, where did you get, uh, get that from and why, and how can we unlearn that? And the same thing applies not just to money and business, but also to your personal life, your love life. Like, you know, also asking yourself, am I deserving of love? Am I deserving of this opportunity? Like, you know, um, and so that's where I would say is just like how to, um, handle, these triggers um, to those who are non-spiritual, right? That, um, or even to the spiritual as well. Like it's this, this is, this is a, an, an every person thing that we should all be very mindful because I think again, that's how we will collectively grow as a human society for the, for the greater good. This also may also sound to anyone listening like, okay, sure, the greater good, we're not gonna solve the world's problems. But like I've said this to people in, re in real life, is even though that may seem a little altruistic and utopic, um, the margin, I believe, will just over time, over generations, become increasingly smaller, right? Because um, I know a lot of people um, will say, oh, well, there have been so many injustices over the years, over decades, and look where we're still at, and injustices are still happening. Um, and that is, that is true, right? Um, but I, 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 I always look at things in a, in a very positive perspective because if you're always operating from a space of negativity, that's all you're going to attract or that's all that's going to linger. So the only way to kill that negativity is by bringing in the positive. You have to show up at a high frequency, at a high vibration. The only reason why people even like, you know, um, just feel sometimes a little down is because of the low vibrations that surround us. Now, I know we're getting into a little bit of the little woohoo spiritual mumbo jumbo, <laughs> but it's true, right? And I think you can understand the Shivani, right? And um, on handling, again, going back to it, you know, just handling these like triggers, that's what I would say is like being just conscious. Like I started with like, um, when it came to my meditation, um, I started with this like 21 day challenge from Deepak Chopra. Love him, love his soothing voice. 
And um, it was that simple challenge that I was actually invited by a friend on a WhatsApp chat um, to do it every single day, do the practices and listen to 10 or 15 minutes of like some meditation. And it was guided by T Deepak. And, um, and, 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 and that's how, where it all began for me. Um, and the more that I started just like really doing again, like the inner work that I keep saying, um, those triggers started to fade. Yeah, I think even I have done Deepak Chopra's 21 day challenge. Uh, the one you get in WhatsApp, right? Like the abundance. Yeah. 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 I, I, I still haven't explored a lot of Deepak Chopra's work, honestly, even though he's an Indian. Um, and <laughs> truly, truly, uh, I'm so grateful to him to put spirituality and uh, all of these things on the global map. Uh but uh, yes, like I so agree, like it's at the end of the day, it is our own responsibility to uh, ask and look within, ask ourselves um, why and wh why are we triggering or feeling the trigger. And unless not, we are ready to do the work, spiritual or non-spiritual, I think by the end of this conversation, I don't even want to use the tags uh, because I think we all are spiritual in one sense. We all are still learning and becoming more spiritual by every passing day in other, right? Mm. yeah so, yeah so uh how, how how do you think uh you would want to like if there's someone out there listening to you right now and who wants to reframe their story uh and they really want to get the message out there without really defining the spiritual the spiritual essence or the non-spiritual essence but you just have a message you said for the greater good for the world uh how can we just like just to wrap this up how can we really uh put this in, in in a way which which is just much more harmonious if that's the word because i feel you know we are all with it. these days social media is so hot as you say as you said social media is such a beautiful tool but a lot of times it is being just trashed upon right so how can mm -hmm. this beautiful tool uh to allow more community and harmony instead of more triggers yeah um i would say first things first um be and i mentioned this earlier be conscious of who you follow um but also follow with intention um you know had it not been that you and i engage with each other we would not have been able to have this kind of conversation um and really focus on relationship building versus like oh i'm you know i have these many followers or like the number and I've spoken to, you know, I have some of my own friends that are influencers, uh, for lack of better of words, who have a massive following. And they've all said this collectively to me. They're like, first of all, it doesn't really matter how many followers you have because that's not paying the bills. <laughs> that's number one. I think a lot of people kind of associate, you know, numbers yeah. of followers. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you resonating? <laughs> to be very honest, no, because when I started, honestly, my account, to be very honest, I waited for a specific number. Uh, obviously the universe wanted to challenge me. I never reached that uh, number before I could like start. So I started before I was ready, but I was still waiting to reach at least somewhere. So at least, at least I, I need to have thousands or 1500 followers or before I really start, you know, putting out it as my business or whatever. And, uh, I, and now I see so many beautiful, amazing people actually have starting from 200 followers, 300 followers. This is what I have been like so passionate about talking that seriously your number is not a prerequisite because i said it's not gonna pay your bills 
to the connection you're building, to the relationships you're building, to the business you're getting. Because yes, as you said, sometimes knowingly, unknowingly being an influencer, content creator, spiritual or not spiritual, we can weigh, we can put too much of pressure on that number game. And then I think that just dilutes the whole point of why you broke off from the system. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah, um, yeah like I, I so agree with that reference there because I see it a lot like I think um, for me because making this transition and for me honestly coaching industry is new right Uh, because uh, I just got to know about coaching honestly two years back and uh, there are people who are there and who are like you know throwing these figures out there grow your following to this k following this this million followers and all that stuff and that's really tempting and juicy and we feel that to share our message we need to have a specific number out there uh but you Mm. think it's not really necessary right yeah no i don't i don't i've had to let that go because i also was attached to that concept and the more that i was attached to it um the slower my community was growing since like letting go of that I'm like, mm, I'm just going to post what I want to post. And yeah. if anybody wants to stick around, then that's the kind of people that I want. Exactly. And I think that just also uh, by the whole manifestation mindset game, you also tend to bring more of your focus on the work that you're doing, on the message that you're sharing than, oh, will it, it's, it's again at the end of the day, people pleasing, right? If you're creating content to get more traction in quote unquote, how a lot of social media uh, tactics these days teach you uh, then we are just diluting the whole spiritual purpose of it right precisely yeah precisely yeah yeah, yeah. I love this so much this was uh, a really nice conversation I think to have specifically at this time where I know a lot of people are waking up to their own truth spiritual not spiritual I don't really like want to categorize anymore as I said uh, but they do their truths I think that's what matters but uh, as we just discussed, we tend to hold back for the fear of criticism, rejection, uh, being called crazy, or just feeling mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't have enough followers to react to my story. And uh, what would be your last message to them? Yeah, um, just know, you know, and like the name of my podcast and business, um, we're all a work in progress. Um, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Um, because that's also something that I myself, you know, have to work on myself every day. I'm not perfect. Um, I know I'm far from it, but I know my imperfections make me the person that I am. Um, I also have to remind myself every single day and again, everything that I, I, I remind myself, I share with, with everyone listening and to even anyone that cares to listen to me is, you know, um, you are deserving you are enough um and the time for you to do the inner work will come you just have to allow it and don't resist because the more that you resist the more that things will get harder trust me (laughs) this has bled into my life in many different aspects from money to family to my love life it's been something that like the more that i resist from something happening um the more that that becomes a lesson right um And, and I'm glad that, you know, it's okay to forgive yourself, the people that have hurt you, 
um, that also is part of the spiritual awakening as well. Because spiritual awakenings also, let's be clear, aren't always going to be positive. Um, you're kind of like dumping all that toxicity that you've accumulated over a good majority of your existence. Um, and now it's that time to unlearn. And that could look so differently from you, from me. Don't ever compare anyone's chapter 24 to your chapter one. That's just unfair. Um, and, and yeah, that's what I would say to, um, as a piece of advice to your audience, Shivani. I hope that they you know, really reflect on these words like I have. Um, and I hope that whoever's listening today makes the first day of a new beginning. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, those are some absolute precious words, honestly, at this time, because as, as, as when we're recording, right, so many people are like really uh, rising up to their purpose, to the truths, and, and really are willing, but they just have these limiting beliefs, honestly, nothing else, <laughs> but limiting beliefs. Yeah that it's not worth it or it's risky or it's not the right time. But as you said, the right time will come when it's supposed to, but that doesn't mean you stop right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, Barbara. This was such a beautiful, lovely conversation. Uh, I really hope my listeners enjoy this and uh, gain the perspective that they need to. Uh, thank you so much for being here. No, of course, Johnny. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Um, and, you know, for anyone that wants to take a minute to, you know, listen or read any of the messages or even DM me, uh, feel free to do so. Um, I, I, my Instagram handle, because I'm really active on Instagram is at Hollit. It's Barbara, H-O-L-L-A-I-T-S, Barbara, B-A-R-B-A-R-A. So not like Streisand, make sure to add that extra A. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm so, so grateful for, for being here today with you, Sean. Yeah, you guys can scroll in the, I will be leaving the details down below. If you want to reach out to Barbara, explore more about storytelling, uh, you can do that. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. Wow, that was a beautiful conversation with Barbara. If you are interested to know more about her, I will be leaving her details in the description box. So make sure you check that out. If you like this podcast and have some feedback to share, please leave me a review or tag me in your stories at Dream Life Lounge on Instagram. For more spiritual inspiration and mindset tips, follow me there. And as always, I'm sending you so much love on your personal growth journey and hoping to connect with you soon in my next podcast.